Our ServiceNow developer ecosystem continues to grow. And to address demand in one of our fastest growing regions, I'm joined by one of our newest team members. Welcome to Breakpoint, the ServiceNow developer podcast. Here's your host, Chuck Tomasi. Hello, ServiceNow admins, builders, developers, and curious individuals. And I say that with the utmost love and respect every time. Welcome to or welcome back to Breakpoint, the ServiceNow developer podcast, where we bring you the latest tools, tips, and tradecraft to accelerate your career. In this episode, I've got the pleasure of talking to senior developer advocate, our newest team member, all the way from India, Pranav Bhagat. How are you today, Pranav? Hey, Chuck. Thank you very much for inviting me. Firstly, Happy New Year to you and all the people who are watching. And I'm doing fine. It's like uh, I'm in Bangalore currently and it's the temperature is like 23, which is like really cozy. So I'm doing great. How are you, Chuck? I'm at about 13. It's it's a little chilly for my taste. We'll, we'll get up to, you know, over 40 soon. <laughs> that does, oh. That's no problem. <laughs> we'll probably even give you a 45, maybe even 50 this summer. Who knows? That's hot. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, last time when I was talking with one of the person who was in US, he was my teammate from my previous company. He was like, you're burning. <laughs> Our skins are not uh, to get this particular heat. But yeah, <laughs> hopefully it doesn't go that high. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you joined the team. Let's tell the listener a little bit about yourself. I have close to around eight years of IT experience. And I started as a software engineer. So did it for a couple of years, then moved into consulting. I worked with one of the top consulting companies and uh, there I was helping the customers with architecture and everything. And just prior to joining ServiceNow, I, I, went, uh, I was working with a customer and I was supporting them with their current implementation and also helping them what, what is best suit for their environment based on my knowledge. So that's pretty much about me. It's, uh, it's a small career as of now, but hope for the best that I'm able to do uh, next 20 years into IT or so. <laughs> I'm like getting optimistic. Uh, hey, you should be in this business. It's, it's been a good career path for me. Let's, let's back up the clock a little bit. What did you study in school? When I was in college, I was doing electrical engineering and uh, I was just focusing on the electrical stuff. It was more of capacitors. I don't even remember now what I was studying, but it was not related to computers and all. But uh, I, while studying, uh, I was passionate about certain softwares and all. At that time, like Eclipse, which is not also now there, I was doing some Java code. I was trying to build small software, which I can in my free time. So in that time, I started to like coding and I was like, I have to do something uh, in coding. And that's where when I started my first job and I was offered uh, a job as a coder. So I was like, yeah. This is good for me. Let's do it. I found that hardware people make pretty good software engineers. My brother took the same path. He was an electrical engineering major with a computer science minor, and I was the other way around. I was the computer science major with the EE minor, and and we worked really well together for over 20 years in the same company. Absolutely. I agree. Like That's there. I 
I didn't work with anyone. My brother is not uh, not from computer science. He's doing something else. So <laughs> I will never got a chance to collaborate with him. But hopefully, whatever he's doing, I can try to fit service now there. How are you at ancient Chinese history? Because that's what he's. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I should be running my, uh, I'm working on a hardware design for a project for Knowledge23, so maybe I should be reviewing, doing a design review with you as well. I'm, I'm currently collaborating with Jason McKee, but I'd be happy to bring you in on the project. Well, yeah, I think I, I would love to be part of it. I don't know whether I'll be much of a help, but I'll definitely try to be part of it. <laughs> you already mentioned you're in Bangalore, Yes. Yes. And how long have you been there? Are you lifelong? Uh, no, I I just, when I started my IT career, so then I moved to Bangalore. Uh, that was the first place where I started my IT journey. I started as a fresher, become a developer, consultant, customer, now a developer advocate. So this was hell of a ride for me. This eight years, learned a lot, made a lot of mistakes, but uh, yeah, now here at ServiceNow. Now you were developer MVP as well. One time, two times? Uh, so yes, I I was part of the elite class of developer MVP for the last year. And side by side, I was also two-time community MVP. So in 2020, as well as right. 21, I was part of the community MVP class. I it's It was 21 and 22. Sorry about that. I, I sometimes mess up with the ears. Oh, everybody it's, does. <laughs> COVID has destroyed my sense of time that I was once proud of. Uh, I can't get it straight. Now, this is not to set a precedence. You're probably about the fifth or sixth developer MVP we've hired in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think, everybody, that if you can get to be a developer MVP, you automatically get a job at ServiceNow. <laughs> yeah, disclaimer. It's been really good for a lot of people for a lot of different things. Many of them get hired by partners. Many of them go to different jobs at customers. So it's it's a, a really good thing. Do you have any interesting or fun stories from earlier in your career? Oh, yeah. So I have a fun story. So when I started my first job and one of my manager uh, introduced me to ServiceNow and uh, it's like it was not service now. It was like they said, there is a tool called a snow and you can go ahead and explore it. I was like, as a fresher, I didn't know about any tools in the market. So I went ahead, I Googled what is snow and the first wiki page came up and it was like... It's precipitation that falls from the sky, lands in a white form. Yes. Uh, so it came up as snow. Uh, it's a ticketing tool. When I read the term ticketing tool, I was like, oh, do I need to manage tickets only? I went straight back to my manager. I was like, no, I don't want to do service now. Put me into something else. <laughs> and uh, my manager was like, oh, this is an emerging tech. You should try for it. You should give it a shot. So I was like, okay, let me go through some of the docs and all these things. At that time, there was uh, very limited docs. And, uh, but I Googled, I found certain content on community. So I was reviewing those content and what happened, I started to like it. And uh, I was like, 
man we can do so many things on the platform without writing too much of code at that time like uh, compared to java and other technologies the code that we used to write on service now was very less so i started to like the platform and then i jumped into one of the projects where i was i built a small application which i can talk about it maybe in one of the sessions but uh, that that application was later part of the itbm product so that that was kind of a funny story i was never meant to be in service now but uh, all thanks to my manager who said like okay go into service now now i i'm in service now as a senior developer advocate. literally in service now you are you are now in <laughs> yes. service now where where do you imagine your career would be if you hadn't been given that push so if i was not pushed into service now definitely i would have been in it because i was hired as a programmer or a coder you can say i might be doing something else but not sure if i would have done with same passion that i do service now because service now gave me an objective something it gave me a path okay you can do that and uh, i don't know like i would have been into something else but not sure with the same passion and energy that I show for service now. Has there been someone or something or some inspiration that you've drawn from in your service now career? Absolutely. And the person uh, whom I'm talking to inspired me actually. Uh, I'll share a small story, Chuck, like uh, when I was new, I, uh, I went and signed up on service now community. I was like, I I have this small doubt. It was a silly doubt or something. Now I can say silly, but at that time it was a big doubt for me. I posted in a community, and the first person to answer that question was you. You were the person who instantly answered it, and I think at that time you were doing community live. Mm -hmm. uh, you were on the service now community and doing some live streams, and you answered my question. So I was like, who who is Chuck? I didn't know that. I went to your community profile. I saw that. I saw you were doing tech now for, I think, close to five years at that time. Now, I think we are celebrating our 10th anniversary this time. We are celebrating 10, yeah. So it was like, you have already done tech now. You have done some of the jelly scripting things uh, at that point, like some videos you have created on jelly. I was like, and he's a great guy he's like a superstar of service now and when uh, i was talking with one of my colleague they said like chuck is literally a superstar of service now so i i then i forgot about the question i was like how to reply to you on the comment section is it like should i just say thank you chuck or put a de good decent line there thank you very much chuck for helping me out so <laughs> here's some money <laughs> <laughs> I'll name my children after you. <laughs> oh, yeah, so that was a funny thing. But uh, on a serious note, like I saw you, uh, I saw a couple more people on the platform. I always thought like at one point that, hey, can I talk with Chuck sometime? I was, I was like, I need to have uh, probably a five minute conversation with him if I can. And uh, now I'm fortunate enough that I'm able to connect with you almost every day. <laughs> it's too much. It's like, back, Chuck, back off. I've got too many meetings with you. That was that was a, a one thing about it. So thank you very much for what you do for the community, what you have done and what you will be doing. That was not a rehearsed question for the listener, by the way. That was, that was just <laughs> inspirational by the moment. And I am 
I'm thrilled that you know you found value, and I encourage all the listeners to do the same. Add, contribute, be a part of that community. Uh, in the asking, if you're new to the community, you ask questions and you will learn. And later, as you get more experience, go in there and challenge yourself. Can I respond to this? Is this something I've done? Is this something I know? And you will learn more. There were a number of them. I, you've probably watched a few of the live streams. Like, I don't know. Let's go reverse engineer this and find out. Let's learn while we learn. And and you, know, you saw it go from a complete great question. I don't know. Let's go find out to. Huh? I guess I'm the subject matter expert because no one's ever answered that before. So you'll you'll find your niche and you'll find a passion and you will learn by teaching. It's a great way to do it. Absolutely. And when you're not at work, let's let's get back to you, Pranav. What do you what do you do for fun? Oh yeah, when I am not at work, so I love to walk, and uh, I can't show it to my audience, but I have completed like. 12,000 steps already. It's like uh, seven in the evening for me and I'll be probably completing another 5,000 today. So I, I generally don't track, uh, don't like to track it, but my Apple Watch does that automatically. Uh, so I love to walk. I do boxing sometimes like... Boxing, like not not the cardboard containers, but like putting on the mitts and hitting people, right? <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that one. So I do that like uh, uh, sometimes like a couple of times a week. It's I'm not a professional person, so don't challenge me if anyone in the community <laughs> is watching. And, oh, I'll challenge from no, no, I'm yeah, not a professional. We, I think I we just, just came up with a new creator kind of event. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fine, let's see who can knock out Pranav. <laughs> Yeah, Chuck, you, you said it. Somebody will definitely come up now after watching it. No, Pranav, can That's we? it. We're going to call it the technical knockout. Oh, see what I did? And uh, other than boxing, like I love to play a lot of video games. So over weekends when I'm free, like I just switch on my PlayStation or on my laptop. I just plug in some games. I start playing those things up. Um, and I just try to avoid... Uh, certain addicting games like which have a whole campaign going on because I don't want to play games during my work hours. Otherwise, <laughs> uh, so that's that's something I like to do when I'm free. And yeah, that's all about it. That's probably the number one reason I am not a big gamer. I know it will suck me in <laughs> and I will get nothing else done. And when you're passionate about something, and you've seen this on the platform too, you start to make it a priority. You invest that extra time in doing it. And you know, I'd rather keep pouring my priority and attention there. I think it's got bigger dividends. Not to say that, you know, who knows, if I had gotten hooked on video games 10, 15 years ago, maybe I'd be an esports pro. I don't know. Oh, yeah. How about you? Do you would, have you have you thought about turning pro on esports? Oh no, I I never thought about it because as you already mentioned, I don't want to get sucked into video games. They're good; you can play for fun, but uh, you shouldn't be playing too much. Otherwise, you won't be able to uh, get the job done. Unless that's your job. That's kind of the point I was. Making. Unless it's my job. <laughs> Absolutely, I agree. <laughs> well, you are a developer MVP, which means you've done some development on ServiceNow. What types of things have you built? I When I started my career, so there were like a lot of things. Uh, we were only getting ITSM. ITSM was the priority application service now had and we and the global. It was in global, so we were building everything global. So I remember building uh, almost a similar copy of uh, 
ITBM story management as well as the defect management from scratch. And that was my first project. And later on, when I saw that ServiceNow also have this in their ITBM lineup, when they launched it. So there were a lot of components that I built was also part of the release. So I was super happy seeing those things. And I can't take the full credit. It was like my whole team was involved. So uh, they were also part of it. So that's one thing I have done, built a lot of custom integration that's that are like and people who know me they know like i'm a big fan of service portal also so i have built a lot of small small stuff for service portal whether it's like uh, whether it's used in real work or whether it's for fun that's my idea i just try to build something as i mentioned i like i also like ui i'm a ui guy so i try to build some ui stuff uh, and try to uh, make people laugh by making those things or educate them by showing that how easy it is to build on ServiceNow. Oh, when you say UI, have you done like UI macros in Jelly, Service Portal widgets in Angular, custom components with uh, Next Experience stuff? Where where where's your experience lie on custom stuff? So on the custom stuff, when I started, I saw uh, some of the videos on Jelly. And that was like, I worked on a couple of UI pages. And after that, I was like, no Jelly for me. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's too much. And the, the most uh, custom components I have built it are on the service portal stuff. So I have built custom directives, custom widgets, and uh, custom functions all together. And they were you uh, basically, uh, when you're building a service portal, it's about uh, creating based on the design. And sometimes the companies which I used to work with, they were not looking for the out-of-the-box design. They wanted to customize a bit. Sure. And uh, we tried to figure out options, how we can do it. So I had to build a lot of custom components in Portal. In the next experience part, I haven't explored it much, uh, but uh, I'm, I saw that it's great. We can build a lot of things. So I'm trying. Th that's that's one of the things that I want to do in 2023. Explore next experience a bit more. <laughs> I was just going to ask, what are you looking forward to most in 2023? You, you've been with the company for a couple of months. We've got some group objectives some team objectives to accomplish some company objectives to accomplish but what are you, what are you looking forward to what sounds fun so as i already mentioned like one thing is getting to getting to know rpa and next experience mm -hmm. these are the two things that i'm looking forward to learn and get an idea and also share those information with other developers that's one other thing that i'm really focused is on working with the India developers. I see there is a lot of potential in India developers and they are doing such great stuff. So I want to push them and bring them forward and show them to everyone that hey, these are the people and help them either with their any doubts or any concerns or if I can probably help them out uh, with certain career-oriented things like resume building and whatsoever. So that's my target to help them out. And uh, uh, by and also one other thing that I'm looking forward is the meetups. So some of you might have heard about it that we are relaunching the meetups. So you will see a lot new things happening in the meetup. So if you haven't joined, uh, any chapter, so go ahead and join the chapter that's uh, near to you, your place. And lastly, uh, it's all about 
it's not always all about work 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 it's all about it's about getting fun so i'll i have some plans to travel this year so hopefully i'll be able to travel <laughs> i hope so yeah get to some of the meetups and i look forward to meeting you face to face at knowledge oh yes you, you you have a hand in that you you've got something to do there do you want to let them know what you're responsible for oh yeah i think that's if so there is a there is a gamification thing that's going on so it's more of like a digital passport so everywhere you go in creator con like uh, any place for example life coding happy hour something you will be able to get a digital stamp on your digital passport and once you can complete certain number of stamps you will be eligible to for some gifts and all and you will get a lot of good swag so we you know that in knowledge we have some great swag so make sure you participate in it we'll be sharing a lot more details soon with you all yeah we're still in the real early planning stages so safe harbor on the gamification it may not look anything like what we described <laughs> they may they may tell us here's what the platform does we go oh we'll work around that okay so it's very fun, very creative. Uh, Pradab's coming up with a lot of fun and great ideas that I'm sure everybody's going to enjoy. And people, as Chuck already mentioned, make sure you imagine the safe harbor slide in front of you. <laughs> you can't <laughs> see it. But imagine it for we're us. We're only about, what, 115 days away. So I, I am counting, getting a little nervous because I've still got hardware and software and sessions to write. That's why I started my process back in October so that I have a little bit of breathing room. And I know there are going to be emergencies that come up and changes at the last minute. And, and I can dedicate the focus where the focus needs to go. What words of advice do you have for those new fresher developers listening to this? Yeah. So like one thing I can say, I'm a developer first and advocate later. In my role also, it's developer advocate, it's developer first. So when I'm just telling you from my experience, don't compare yourself with anyone else. There are a lot of people in the community. One thing that I love about ServiceNow community is it's full of passionate developers mm -hmm. and they will accept you with open arms always. So make sure that you contribute and don't feel uh, like, oh, another person is doing something more if they're writing 10 blocks, creating 10 video, that's fine. If you're creating one, that's fine. People will see it. And always remember, everyone starts with zero and then right. they have a journey. And so just try to focus on that. Stay motivated and uh, keep contributing to the community. And if you have any concerns, I'm always there. I know I, I won't be knowing everything. There are a lot of things I'm also learning. So feel free to reach out to me if you have, at least what I can do is like guide you or route you to some other person who might be knowing it. Maybe uh, ask you to meet Chuck or Lauren. <laughs> I, I look at your advice much like uh, surfing or golf or any of these sports where you're competing to make yourself better. You can draw inspiration from others. You can learn technique from others. Don't try to be that other person. You know that, hey, I, I, someday I would like to aspire to be their level. I would maybe even like to, uh, compete is the wrong word, but if we're sticking with the sports analogy, you know, compete on that level. Uh, like you said, we all start from zero. I had one experience with surfing. It did not go well, but I could certainly see what the, what the draw would be. If I lived in San Diego or somewhere near the ocean, I would be out there 
all the time, working on my craft, having fun. And that's the other big part of it is have fun. If you're not having fun, you're not going to be able to pour the passion into it. But just trying to get a little bit better, learn something new every day, a new tip or technique into anything you do, not just, you know, your service now technical career, but uh, it could be your personal life or it could be writing. It could be anything. Just look for those inspirational moments and go, I I like what they're doing there. I want to see if I can employ that in my app or in my drawing style or in whatever it is. Yeah, learn and grow a little bit each day and your journey will take you far. And look to others, work with others, work with others. Don't do this alone. (laughs) I I totally agree with what Chuck says. And um, uh, like I would like it's my personal experience when i started i was always open to feedback like when i wrote my first blog i sent it to certain people on linkedin oh please can you review it can you tell me what's what's wrong in it great idea so be open to feedbacks make sure that you are talking with people as chuck mentioned talk with everyone it's don't be just one person work in a group and that will help you out and that's that's what i have done and yeah, it worked well for me. Great advice. All right, Pranav, we are winding down. So please let the listener know where they can find you. And I will include appropriate links as always. Oh, yeah. So you can always reach out to me on LinkedIn. That's where I'm most active. And if you want to send me an email, my email ID is pranav.bhagat at the rate of service.com. Chuck will anyway mention it. And yeah, there, these are the two places where you can reach out to me. All right. Thank you again, Pranav. And thank you, wonderful listener, for joining us today. Don't forget, we have many, many other ServiceNow podcasts with loads of great content. If you want to hear what's happening in Australia, we got you covered. If you want to know what's happening in our training department, we got that too. You can find them all at servicenow.com slash community under the events menu and subscribe to this and any of the podcasts for absolutely free wherever you get podcasts so that they're automatically delivered to you. Never miss another episode ever, ever again. Breakpoint is brought to you by ServiceNow. Executive producer be me, Chuck Tabasi. Video captions, by Earl Duque. I should say video and captions by Earl Duque. And to find out more about the ServiceNow developer program, head over to developer.servicenow.com. Once again, thank you so much, Pranav. Welcome to the team. Welcome to the company. Welcome to a larger community. It's been great having you share with us today. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Chuck, for having me here. Really excited to work with all of you. Please let us know what you think about this podcast. You can leave feedback or ask questions in the ServiceNow community. For more great information on ServiceNow development, check out the ServiceNow developer portal at developer.servicenow.com. Thanks for listening. I think we are good to start whenever you are ready. Oh, I had a dream last night that somebody was sticking ads into our podcast without asking me. Your voice is... It's very, audio is very low. I'm, My podcast, I'm going to do whatever I want. <laughs> so I, I'm like, I want, I'll just stay away from it. Exactly.